Hey, thanks to Circle of Heat. You just listened to them playing their song Journey to the Sun, our theme song here for No Laugh Track. This is it at No Laugh Track, Acme Comedy's official podcast, episode number 43, which means 43 weeks of this thing. I'm very lucky to do that. My name is Justin Severson, and I am here with my very, very special guest, Jamie Lee. Hi. Hi. I thought you were going to say my very best friend. My very Jamie best friend Lee. in the whole wide world. BFF. <laughs> hey, girlfriend. Hey, what's up, girl? Oh, it's so good to see you. I see you wearing your bracelet. Me too. Besties. <laughs> Never take it off. I have <laughs> sores there. It's fine. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Nice to uh, meet you yeah, today. Yeah, nice to meet you. How uh, Have you been in Minneapolis before? No, first time. First time. Yeah. Yeah. I went to eat at... Uh, a farm-to-table place yesterday called Spoon River, which was very good. The food the food here I hear is like, you know, like you're known for it. So yeah. I'm really trying to, you know, soak up the culture. Spoon River. Yeah. A little plug for Spoon River. A little, I've never heard of it. Seriously delicious. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, it was great. It, it's weird. They have like, I walked in and I was like, oh, is this like a vegan restaurant? Because they have like a lot of vegan options, but it's not. It's like they have steak and fake steak so uh-huh. yeah it was good nice really good nice little plug well welcome to our city Thanks. you did a today's wednesday so you did a show last I night i did yeah it was awesome i love this place how how was it uh it was so fun i this is my favorite club i've performed at already definitely yeah already hands down yeah just vibe wise and i don't know just the look of it and the low ceilings and it's just yeah it's just like kind of ideal for stand-up i think doesn't it kind of remind you did you go to college at all uh i did yes basement party uh like somebody throws a party in the basement i did not attend a basement party i like how you said that like yeah that's just like what you do in college isn't it hang out in basements (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. I went to UT in Austin, and I feel like most of the parties were like in apartment complexes. That was like our standard party. We would, oh. It was like there'd be a courtyard in an apartment complex, and oh, like fancy. all the apartment. It sounds fancy, but it was gross actually. But it was like <laughs> all the apartments. They would all get together and like pitch in and get kegs, and then like oh, everyone sure. would just come and hang out and like go in random people's apartments and. That was yeah. That it's a big like school. Fun. Yeah, I was. I went to school in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. Okay, you're like I went to school in prison. Yeah, hence prison. the basement party. It's uh, they call it the school of hard knocks. Maybe <laughs> you heard of it. So yeah, so you end up here. I got mm. a full time job on radio, and I host a podcast. But so, I yeah. do. It does have this like kind of cool like bunker feel to it with like the stone walls. Yes, it, it, there feels like a lot of history here. Mm-hmm. How I, long has it been here? Uh, I don't know, but I know they call this the historic Itasca building. Mm. So okay, so I, not just anybody gets a historic before mm-hmm. your name. A- and historic, yeah, yeah. and and historic, and historic. Yep, <laughs> <That's> sure, <right. laughs> very proper there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're here with Sai uh, mm-hmm. Amundsen. Yes, yes, he's I, very very funny. Yeah, uh, he's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, he's uh, no, Let's he's a get friend real of mine. About Cy. Um, he's uh, he's been yeah, on this podcast, great. of mm-hmm. course, and um, we should uh, plug that he's recording a CD. Yeah, this week. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he's taking he he did amazing last night. So it's kind of great for him because um, now the next few shows, like he can kind of coast and relax because I think he got a lot of great stuff last night so. on night one. Yeah, because he's you know he's gonna take a little right. like a little bit from each mm-hmm. night. 
um, and then just do a best of. But yeah, he said he felt really good about it last night. So I'm like, that's great because then it it can only get better. Yeah, you know, if you already have what you're comfortable with, then you know, tonight is just like icing on the cake. The quote I heard was, "He killed it." He did kill it. He killed. Oh it. yeah, massively. Yeah. yeah, he destroyed. It was great. It was really, really funny. And the other announcement that I should make about Cy for people that haven't heard is he had a TV show picked up. Oh. For a pilot. The pilot picked up with MTV. Oh, what show? Did you, you did not know that? No. Oh. What show? Yeah. He, he's written, co-wrote, and he's going to star show? in a TV show. They're doing a, they've bought the pilot for an MTV. But what is the show it called? It is called, I have no idea what okay. it's called. Okay. <laughs> you were like, it's a pilot. It's a pilot. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking until uh, something comes out. Yes. It's a pilot. Yes. Yep, I get um, that. It's, uh, we have all the info uh, on the Facebook page. Oh, no okay, Laugh cool. Tracks Facebook page. People should check oh, that so out. Oh, we're both MTV buddies because I'm on an MTV show. Yes. Yeah. Let's that's start so up. Let's cool. go ahead and talk about, let's talk about that right now. Yeah. I'm on a show called Girl Code, which um, it's sort of the answer to MTV2's Guy Code, which is in its third season. Um, it's the, I think it's the most highly rated show on MTV2. And fans were like writing in and being like, you should do a girl code. And so MTV, regular MTV, said, okay, let's do a girl code. So I'm one of the cast members and it premieres April 23rd. I uh, I watched the teaser thing. Oh, yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, it just came out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it looks, it's going to be fun. I, I'm really excited about it. How many have you filmed? Um, I've shot 19 episodes now. I'm doing my 20th, I think, next week. I'm really sad because it's my last one. I've been working on it since like November, so... Yeah, it's kind of like end of an era. I hope we get picked up. I think we'll get picked up. I yeah. think it'll. I think it's gonna do well. Yeah. What, so no one's really seen. Like, there's not any like web stuff. Like, no, there hasn't been be anything. Yeah, it's brand new. They just announced it. I think two weeks ago, and then the trailer came out last night. Like, it aired after Guy Code on MTV Two, yeah. and then we got an email saying send around the trailer. It's official, and so we. Yeah, that's why we like, you know, social social media it. Everyone was tweeting about it and stuff. So, how did you get your job there? Um, I, you know, I had heard that they were doing a girl code, and then I just asked my agent to be like, "Hey, you know, let's you should audition Jamie." And actually, it's funny because my first audition was not not good. I was like, I did, I didn't know what to say. I didn't feel funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had too much coffee, which is a problem I have with a lot of auditions. <laughs> I have this like whole thing where i'm like okay like i don't want to feel i don't want to feel like too wired because then you know i won't be able to focus but if i don't have enough coffee in me then i'm going to seem tired because i default to being tired and so i do this weird (laughs) thing where i'm like i have to get like my levels right like with the perfect amount of caffeine and so i feel like i didn't accomplish that going into the first audition so it was like shocking to me that they called me back wow um yeah and then and then i got to do it I, this this kind of sounds like you could turn this into a uh, you could do some commercials for coffee. Really. Oh yeah, I mean I am a walking commercial for coffee. Yeah, well, you sorry. know how like uh, supposedly that was like why the pizza slice became a thing because it was advertisement for like this just the one slice of pizza that people would like eat walking down the street. That was part of it was that that sort of advertisement for like hey go get pizza oh, like okay. you it's a way of like you know because pizza is more like hey deliver it to your house you eat it at home but the slice was uh that not the only reason but that was a reason right right the slice became uh popular for pizza places was that in new york that was like a way to be like hey where'd you get that pizza oh go to mike's it's you know 
So that's how I feel about coffee. Um, wow. Only with Starbucks. Usually. Do you think they tried that first with a, a whole pizza? Yeah, they just start eating it. They eat the crust first. They're like, that's not, no, this isn't how you do it. Um, Someone get a knife. Yeah, I don't know what, that was like the longest explanation for how I feel about drinking coffee, but it's true. Like it's I, fine. whenever I'm holding a Starbucks, I'm like, Ugh. I'm like always holding a Starbucks. Well, not here. I haven't had Starbucks here. I well, you, you were just at the at the uh, hotel mo- working out, so I was. That's yes, I was. Did you have a frappuccino in the uh, cup holder of the treadmill? No. Oh my god, that's so Britney. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. I yeah, no, I was just like alone. And the lights went off in the exercise room while I was on the treadmill, and I was like, I'm not going to stop and turn them on. Like I'm in my zone or whatever. But it was very like Space Mountain, you know. So it was, it was like, like the, uh... <laughs> I was like running, and it was dark. I'm like, this is like, like this is like Space Mountain, but like yeah, keep in a, your arms in inside. a forest. This <laughs> 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 is like the thrill of just doing activity in the dark. Um, yeah, and being chased. I don't know. <laughs> it was very. It was like Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Cameras were shaking. Yeah. Very little light. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I printed the thing out from the. Uh, this is this is the official. I'm going to give the official uh, read on the girl code. Oh, is it the press release? Yeah, M- MTV's new series Girl Code Whoa. is a strong, and smart female-driven comedy series bringing millennial viewers a new hilarious how-to manual full of over-the-top tips to push the envelope and to open the dialogue about the wonders and woes of womanhood, mm. which I've been searching for. In the same style of uh, the irreverent uh, re- commentary that fans have come to love on MTV2's top-rated series, as you said, Guy Code, the new MTV series calls on female stand-up comics, actresses, and musicians, and even a few guys to weigh mm-hmm. out the sisterhood that our girls share. Yes. So have you been... Well a- put. Thank you. Have you been able? Do you do any uh, writing on there? Do you add? Yeah, uh, it's all it's all writing. Um, we have to do all of our own stuff because um, you are the way it's shot is like we each go in for two hour interviews for each episode. So we sit with the director and the director is like picks a topic and then we have to talk about that topic. So I always have stuff written ahead of time because I'm not smart enough to just go in and. Um, have opinions on the fly. I have to be like, how do I feel about these things? Oh, um, okay, yeah. So yeah, I usually spend kind of a lot of time writing ahead of time. Like I've I've pulled some all nighters, um, just staying up and trying to like get as much info, like really squeeze as much out of each topic as possible. That mm-hmm. way, I can go in and feel like I have a lot of something's going to hit to contribute. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. I what I are some of the things that they give to you to like? I don't know. Each top or each episode has four topics. So like one episode will be like it'll be like strip clubs, masturbation, the friend zone, underwear. And so they're these very broad topics, but we hit literally every beat of each topic. Yeah. So it's actually very much how people tend to write stand up where mm-hmm. you just I don't know, for me, like if I can't think of like material to work on, like if I don't have a story or something that happened to me i usually just start thinking about like i'll write down like one word like money Mm. and then i just like try to write as much about money as possible and then see if anything comes out so i feel like that's sort of how it is with girl code as well how about the people you're working with there did you know any of them i did i knew some of them um there were a few uh, new york stand-ups who were on the show um and then some really funny upright citizens brigade 
people who I knew actually through my boyfriend, who's a performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade. So I had met them prior and now we're working on the show together. So it's really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't really see each other that much when we shoot because, again, we're all sort of brought in separately. But um, we'll see each other like in passing. And yeah, it's nice. And you shoot this in New York, New York. Yeah. And that's where you live. That is. Yeah. It's really crazy. I live across the street from where Girl Code shoots. I live on 34th between 8th and 9th and Girl Code shoots at the hotel on the corner of 34th and 8th. So I literally walk out of my apartment and I'm at work. It's unbelievable. How awesome is that? It's kind of awesome considering it's such a hassle to like get around New York sometimes. Yeah. So the fact that like I'm never late is shocking. <laughs> I'm, I'm always late. Like it's amazing that I'm like, I'm here on time. They're like, you live across the street. It'd be weird if you weren't. Right, right. Yeah. We so. come get you. Yeah. What kind of, uh, I'm always curious, what, what kind of place do you live in in New York? Um, a shithole. Yeah? Yeah. Um, How big is it? Well, it, it's a bit of, it's tiny. Um, it looks like, it's not a shithole. The thing is, okay, so you walk in, we have a nice lobby. They just redid the lobby. Um, and we have a doorman, which sounds very swanky. Hold up. Mm-hmm. It is swanky to outsiders. But when you get upstairs, you're like, oh, this is a college dur- dormitory. Okay. Like, it literally has no, it's all white walls cheap carpet it's yeah. not, it's it's easy all to a clean. front <laughs> easy to clean um i live with my boyfriend in his room i was living in brooklyn i moved into the apartment i live in his room and then he lives with his best friend um who's my friend now um he's great jason yeah. um and so we live in this kind of like hilarious sort of college setup but in an, in, an, in a nice building like yeah. it's a decent building um but our our apartment is especially crappy looking. Yeah. Um, because we just have no space. So that's the long and the short of my living situation right now. Do you get Do you get by without owning a car? Yes. Yeah. It's very easy. Yeah. You know. You don't need a car. Yeah. Yeah. So you're originally from Texas. I am. I'm yes. from Dallas. You have your Texas sweatshirt on today. Yeah. Your hoodie. I know. My my dad's Christmas present to me. <laughs> he just got me a sweatshirt. He got me some other stuff too, but he got me a uh, a sweatshirt, and I wear it all the time. I love it. I should probably wash it, but then that would <laughs> mean that I can't wear it. So why would I wash it? No, no, no. Don't I mean, it. please. <laughs> Let's be real. So how did uh, how does a uh, Jewish girl mm-hmm. from Texas start doing comedy and end up in New York? Um, well, I got a job in New York right after I graduated. And so that is what prompted the move to New York. I knew I wanted to go to New York, but I never was like, I'm just going to go and see what happens. I was like, I have to get a job because I'm a very anxious person and Mm -hmm. I don't know how to relax. So I was just like frantically applying to places my entire senior year. Like I didn't enjoy my senior year. I was just like, oh, what's next? Like I couldn't Mm -hmm. just relax and have a good time, which I regret now. I'm like, hey, that was my senior year of college. I should have enjoyed it more. Right. Um, But I got a job after college and then yeah i moved there and then about a year later i started doing stand-up so yeah i never did stand-up in texas i mean i went back and did it but yeah i I didn't start there started in new york just doing open mics mostly i would go after work actually the open mics would start at like 10 p.m and i would sign up and i my name would be called like 14th and so i didn't go on until like two in the morning and i'm like i have work tomorrow but i would stay and go up for five minutes and yeah it's crazy wow what kind of job did you have um i was in publicity yeah i was an assistant um in publicity i worked in comedy publicity actually so i was i think that sort of prompted me to want to do stand-up oh really yeah yeah i mean i don't think it was 
it wasn't why I, t- I took the job because I didn't even really know what publicity was. I was just like, I think it involves like writing press releases. Like you, like literally what you just read is what I used to do. That is what I wrote. I wrote um, press releases all the time. And uh, but to me, I was just like, oh, I love writing. And then I realized that press release writing is not really the kind of writing I wanted to do. Um, <laughs> it's I learned be tough that. to be well known for. Yeah. I, but uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, I think I, I figured out pretty quick that it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. But there definitely were parts of publicity that were really, really fun. Like some of the event planning was really cool, um, you know, and it's, there's also a lot of payoff of just like being able to like promote a comedian and and have like a journalist be like oh yeah we will we will write a story about them and you're like oh really like me calling you actually made you want to write about this person who's not that well known but should be well known all right well that's satisfying did i see did you work for comedy central i did yeah uh and uh so were you helping promote people that you're now friends with yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's yeah strange it's really really strange yeah yeah um i mean i didn't yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I was trying to think of like examples. Yeah, I mean, I now I You haven't had a them. moment where you went up to somebody like, "Yeah, you owe me." Yeah, you're headlining oh tonight. God. Yeah, you owe me. Not it was at all. me. I'm like, "Please forget that I was that I did that." Like, yeah, cuz it's just such a weird world. Um and it's weird, you know, working at Comedy Central and then becoming a comedian. Um, but that was definitely not my intention when I got the job there. Like, I think a lot of people were like, oh, you started working at Comedy Central because you knew you wanted to like be on Comedy Central. I'm like, not at all. Not even a little bit. I wish that I had planned it out that much. Like I probably would have known how to like be a better employee there. I like, I was shitty at my job. Like (laughs) I was, I'm embarrassed how bad I was. I was just like not focused. And, um, I was, you know, in the beginning I was really just like trying to learn and, and be good, but I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm like too, I'm like too right brained or something to like be a good corporate employee. Mm. Like I'm not efficient and I'm not organized and it's just, I'm not networking. I'm okay. No, I mean, I'm okay. I I like people. I like hanging out and talking to people. Um, I'm not like schmoozy. I've never, I, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's being an effective networker. I think people are schmoozy. You know, I don't think that's, I think you're doing it wrong if that's your networking strategy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's probably why I'm not a good networker because I don't know how to schmooze. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I there Again, there were there were elements of working at Comedy Central that were awesome. I mean, the people I worked with were amazing and I wish I had been a better employee when I was there. I was just sort of low man on the totem pole and, you know, I didn't, I just graduated. I just didn't know what I was doing. I was just immature. What was the degree from uh, um, radio TV film? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you so. do any radio? No, never. No radio, just uh, screenwriting and animation. Oddly. Those are my focus is folk, focus. I folk focuses. <laughs> focus. Folk, focus. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the Italian version. Hey, focus. Uh, focus. Focus. You. Focus. <laughs> um, I saw on your website, you, you, uh, do you, you just mentioned like uh the illustrations or the yeah um, uh-huh like doing you like drawing i do yeah. um yeah actually i that was my start in like anything artistic um, my parents were always really pushing me to do art like ever since i was little because both on my mom and my dad's side both grandmothers were painters and then like they oh, wow. they had like cousins who were a lot of painters in my family it's like yeah like so no one works way back they work but that they're just big hobbyists yeah and um so I think it was kind of normal for them to encourage that. But I went to like a special high school for art. I was I went to an arts magnet high school 
for like painting and drawing and stuff. And then I sort of was more interested in like the performance stuff in high school or at the end of high school and beginning of college. And then I was like, ah, oh, but I can't put all my eggs in that basket. All out of fear. I just kept changing things around. Yeah. And I think really it all started to make sense when I did stand up. I was like, oh, no, this is what I want to do. Everything else is like secondary. But this is like what I could make a career at and not feel frustrated or bored or. Yeah. yeah. So the the uh, acting, what the background in acting, like you have this job now, the mm-hmm. show starting April 23rd? Yeah, it's not really acting as much as, I mean, there's a, there's definitely performance in that you have to like sell what you're talking about, but it's, you're basically just playing yourself and, you know, expressing your own opinions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not scripted. I don't know. It's, I want to hear what show size on. It's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had that in front of me. No, it's okay. If he was here, I would. Yeah. Well, everyone can Google him and find out. Google Cy Amundsen. Google Cy. Just come to Acme this week and ask him. Yeah, that's true too. Just, just corner him after the show and say, tell me everything about it. Wait, so yeah, so it's going to pilot. Pilot got picked up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. God, I want to know. All right. Mike, Mikey Winfield, I think, is oh, involved somehow. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. He won the comedy competition that we were doing. Was that just a couple weeks ago? Yes. Yeah. And Mike won. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I did a, uh, I promoted that a little on the uh, No Laugh Track Facebook page. A little shout out to a former guest, Mike oh, Winfield. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they're, that's awesome. What a great team. Oh, I love the idea of the two of them yeah. on a show together. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh-huh. Oh, great. What was that competition thing? That was a, some sort of showcase? Yeah, um, it was for Gilda's Laugh Fest, which is um, a festival in Grand Rapids, Michigan, that supports... Um, it's a benefit for uh, Gilda's Club, which is a cancer support group. It's for people who have cancer and then like family members and friends of people who have cancer. And it's it's sort of grief support and just friendship support. And yeah, it's like a really great organization. And uh, the festival is amazing, like super fun, really well run. Um, comics are treated so well like they put us in the best hotel i've ever stayed in actually wow yeah it was really just great like all around and then we were part of this competition so there were 10 of us the first night and then five of us moved on to the finals and then um mike won name the people that were in the finals me mike james adomian julian mccullough and brendan walsh oh wow yeah wait me yeah is that did i just name five yeah yeah Four out of those five have been on this podcast. Oh, really? Look cool. at that. Go back and listen. Huh? Come on. They're, James Adomian. Yeah, yes. He's phenomenal. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah. And uh, so Brendan great. Walsh. Yeah. He's been here. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. All right. That's cool. I feel like I'm in now. I know. This is cool. Yeah. You just rounded it out. Yes. Uh, right on. So, um, I found this. Uh, no, let's talk about Conan. You made your late night debut. I did. Yeah. September? Yep. Last in September. Uh huh. I watched great. it this morning. That was funny stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was really fun. How, uh, I always like to know who else was on that show. Did you get to meet? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I have such a story for you. Perfect. I, yes. Yeah, so I was on, I said the most embarrassing thing I've ever said. I'll say in my life to any, to a, to a celebrity. Um, I just made a huge ass out of myself. Um, I was on with, uh, Zoe Deschanel's sister, Emily Deschanel, who's on Bones, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who... Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks like my friend, 
Sean Perlman, very funny stand-up. Um, and Sean Perlman was in the audience. He was there to support me okay. during the taping. Yeah. So after I did my set, I was like a total nervous wreck. I mean, I was, I was like thrilled, you know, adrenaline just making me feel crazy. Yeah. And I was sitting on the couch next to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and that was crazy. The whole thing was just like very surreal. So anyways... When it was commercial break, we were dismissed and told we could go back to the green room. And so I got up and I'm walking and Joseph Gordon-Levitt was like, hey, that was really great. And I was like, thank you so much. I am such a fan of yours. Should have stopped there. Should have just said, thanks so much. Great. Great to hear from someone who's wonderful and successful and right. great. Right. Um, instead, I go, you know, my friend Sean Perlman is here tonight. And you guys look a lot of li- you look a lot alike. Uh-huh. And then he's like, "Great!" Like what he like didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what could he say to that? And then I go, <laughs> the literally the dumbest line I've ever said in my entire life. I go, "So there are two Levitts in the house tonight. Two Levitts in the I said in the house tonight. It was pretty like '90s of me. I'm like, yeah. who am I, Martin? Like, what is this? I can't <laughs> believe I just said that." And he just looked at me like, yeah, like, you know, the ni- he's just a nice guy yeah. who didn't know what to say. But I'm like, that was the weirdest thing I've said to someone. Like he would, why would he care that someone in the audience kind of looks like him right. that he's never met? He didn't even get to see the person to be like, oh, yeah, we do look alike. You should bring him up here. Yeah. He was just like, okay, great. It was really awful. I, I just could. I was like, I wanted to like wash my mouth out. with. It was like Finkel and Einhorn moment for Mace Ventura. Just like, <laughs> like, I can't believe it. That was so gross. Anyways. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, Joseph. There can be only one. Yeah. There's only one Levitt in the house. Oh, God, I know. Oh, in the house. That's the part that, that's the clincher. In the house tonight. I can hear Andy Kindler. Am I in the house? In the house. Am I in the hizzy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was not my finest moment. I mean, it was after a fine moment, but I had, I really knocked myself down a peg after feeling icky and embarrassed by <laughs> saying the dumbest thing ever to joseph gordon levitt icky yeah how was conan you met him obviously yes he's a delight he's the nicest man he's the nicest man and he's also the best person to talk to after you go through something like performing late night stand-up like it's a very emotional experience because like you kind of it's very like purist. You're like, oh, this is like all my hard work has led here. Like that's how you sort of feel because it's there's a lot of like comedy that you can do from stand up, you know, like girl code or what, you know, there are opportunities. But doing stand up on TV is like the most pure mm-hmm. sort of like historical form Absolutely. of doing comedy on TV. So, yeah, it's very emotional in that way. And he just fully understands that. And he's the best person to talk. You can hear him laughing during your set. Oh, cool. It's very, yeah, it's very comforting. And how much and coffee did you have that day? Uh, I had a Red Bull before I went on and it did nothing. I was, so, it, it was like per- perfect. Like I needed Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kept me. It, Cause I think my thing that happens is when I was in the makeup chair, I've had this happen a couple of times. I'll be sitting there and having makeup put on is very relaxing. And so I get really sleepy and I think it's actually a defense mechanism too, of just like, I'm so nervous about going on that I tell myself I'm exhausted. Hmm. And yeah, so it's awful. Cause you're like, wake up, wake up. You know, like you want you're like, I can't feel like this right now. I have to go on TV. So you're like, okay, I got to like drink a Red Bull. And yeah, it's, it's a weird, it kind of takes you out of it, but 
It's really weird. That happens to me like every time I've ever had to do anything like that. Really? Yeah. I'm just like, I am so tired. Like I can barely keep my eyes open. Like I just go the opposite direction. Do you remember your first time on television? Mm-hmm. What was that? That was uh, Last Comic Standing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was really that was really crazy. That was really crazy because it was also right after I quit my job, and I was just like, "What am I going to do for money and all this stuff?" And it was just really exciting to have that happen. Not that it like led to these crazy opportunities. I got a writing job after that, which was nice. But um, yeah, it was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, "Oh, so I'm not crazy for like quitting my job. Like <laughs> I actually can like do this." Um, so you were on the last season. Of I was that on the last show? season. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. On season seven with Natasha Leggero and Greg Giraldo, which is so sad. Yeah. And um yeah. Andy Kindler. Andy, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Great group. Amazing group. Yeah. They kind of like things the around bed, on that literally show. like three of my favorite comedians. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, Are you serious? Those are the judges? Yeah, that's like that's insane. Like that's like a comedy powerhouse. It's weird that they kind of gave that show a lot more credibility with those people attached and then it went away. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's like they kind of did it perfectly, I thought. Finally. I mean, I really, yeah, finally. And then, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was bizarre. But, um, yeah, this was the last season. Did you go on one of those last comic standing tours? Um, No, the... that was only the five finalists. Oh, okay. I didn't make it to the oh, top okay. five. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know how they did that. I just yeah, I was a semifinalist. Coming around town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was for a while. Yeah. So what do you, uh, what do you normally do when you're in a town and you uh, got nothing to do? You know, it's funny. I, I always think I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? But I'm actually like, it's kind of great. Like, uh, I have a friend who lives here, so I get to see her. I haven't seen her in years, so I'm excited about that. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just like wake up, work out. Uh, I try to write. I'm probably going to go write after this. Just try to like catch up on everything that I don't get to do when I'm, you know, at home and have other distractions and stuff. Yeah, It's a good way to kind of like put yourself in like an isolation tank and just work. Um, but I don't know. What should I do? I'm feeling, I'm trying, I would love to do like a museum or like some kind of something cultural would be nice. But what should I, is there something I like have to do that You're I'm missing out? You're a week early on? for, what do you think of this weather? I love as it. I'm answering, as I'm asking these questions. Uh, you I do? I love it. Yeah. You love it? Is there something I should do outside? Well, no, I was just going to say that, uh, think about this. So we're here, uh, Wednesday, March 27th, mm-hmm. my friend Jose's birthday. Happy birthday, Jose. Oh. And, um. Happy birthday. And April 1st, Monday, mm-hmm. is the start of the baseball season. The oh. Minnesota Twins play their stadium. Target Field is just like five, oh, I, six, I saw it. seven blocks. Yeah. From Very close. You can see it from the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. They're playing outside. Oh, really? Monday. You're just going to miss it. Mm. When it's going to be probably like a high of 38 or 39. Okay. Which it's not ideal baseball well, season. Well, what is, is there weather, anything this say. week? Like, is so, there yeah, anything crazy that people do when they come here that I'm not aware of? I don't know. You know, I, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned that you're going to go visit the Mall of America. Or something oh, my like God. That. That's here? I forgot. <gasps> That's totally what I'm going to do. Right? Oh, I definitely want to do that. Where yeah. is it? I mean, I have, I, I, you know, I've lived in Minnesota my whole life. It opened when I was like a senior oh my in God, high school. I, I so it's not a big deal I to forgot. me. But yes, for you, never been to Minnesota, a female, Don't not to like stereotype, water? but no, seriously, please. I bet you want to go. Oh, yeah. I, are you kidding? Yeah. I mean. Like, it's in Bloomington, which is about a, yeah, from where we are here, if it's not rush hour, a 20 minute drive, 15 okay. minute. It's going to be an expensive taxi. 
I don't have a car. Um, you can do the light rail. We have light rail now. Oh, my. From downtown? Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot. Wait, don't they have, like, water slides and stuff in there? That is across the street. Okay. They okay. have the, some water park there. What is the crazy? Th- isn't there something crazy in the mall? Do you have a roller coaster or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm riding that. I yeah. can't wait. I, uh, yeah. I took my uh, kids there just a couple months ago. That's so fun. Do they have adult rides? Kid what rides? What are they? Okay. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's in the center of the gigantic mall. Oh, there's I'm so excited. Yes, there's every amusement ride you could think of probably. Oh my god, that's amazing. That I'm fit so under going. a roof. Oh my god, I'm so going. I cannot wait. There's like three Victoria's Secret. There. Okay, that's not necessary. Why are there three? <laughs> I don't I don't know if there is. I think at one point there was probably. Okay. Because the place is so big, there's like, you know Yeah, what do you even put east, in there's the east side, west side. I mean, you know, you oh need god. a map and uh walking shoes to get around there it could yeah be. it's gonna be overwhelming is there anything else crazy in there like any like you can get married at the mall of america yeah, is your boyfriend here no, no. but i love that mm-hmm. you can get married there mm-hmm. that's so fun and then you go on like the the rides for your a little quick honeymoon mm-hmm. oh that's so fun and they just open a hotel okay that's less crazy so Okay. Oh, so you, uh, yes. Yeah, so you, of course, make a weekend of it. Yeah. You know, you can uh, consummate the marriage. Oh my God. That's crazy. Without leaving the premises. Where, wait, so when you say you can get married there, you mean like they have a chapel? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet a lot of people do that. I bet like a crazy amount of people do that. Probably. Yeah. I, I think it's still there. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure. Wow. Oh, I got to go. Just go and follow around some oh tourists. Oh my God. I can't wait to go to the Mall of America. I totally <laughs> forgot that that's here. Wow. Oh, I'm so stoked. Okay. Well, I, I know you're on Twitter quite a bit. I am. I love Twitter. I was watching some of the video, the little three, oh, four second yeah, videos. Oh, yeah. I started I started doing Vine. Yes. I love Vine. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. It's an app. Well, see what happened. I have a Blackberry, which, oh, it's so gross. Um, I still have a Blackberry, <laughs> but I got an iPad for my birthday. And so I was like, Vine, I got to download Vine. And so... Yeah, I just started doing it, and it's so fun. It's just like, I what's the maximum? Like six seconds or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, I grew up loving stop frame animation, and uh, I saw someone on Twitter like making fun of how a lot of people do stop frame animation on Vine. But like, I am such a purist about it. Like, I loved Gumby. I loved Wallace and Gromit. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love stop frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you can like quickly make a stop frame animation video and upload it is like mind blowing to yeah. me. Like, I, I, yeah, it's amazing. So it's really fun, especially because I'm by myself or I've been by myself a lot, like the last two months, just touring and stuff. So. Yeah. It's been really kind of like my friend. <laughs> like, I know it sounds so sad, but like, I don't know, just like making videos and like tweeting is kind of like your way of like being like, hey guys, what's up? And yeah, the sure. people like respond and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, it's kind of like your own sort of like internet buddy. Yeah. I saw the one that you did about a, uh, there's a musical in your hotel room. Oh yeah. The Book of Mormon yes. one. Yeah. Well, cause I'm staying at a Marriott. So they always put a Book of Mormon next to your bed. Nice. Um, Yeah. I, uh, well, I, so I'm expecting once you get to the Mall of America by the, when do you leave town? Oh my Sunday, God, I'm going to make so many vines at the Mall of America. That's what I'm saying, That's right? all I'm going to do. I need to go to the Mall of America and then I'm going to make vines there. Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm going to go tomorrow. Tomorrow. Can't wait. Perfect. I would go today, but I think I'm going to need more time. You're probably going to need more time. Yeah. I'm going to go in the morning. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm literally going to make so many vines. People are going to be like, please stop. It's a mall. Get over it. <laughs> 
It's just a mall. Be like, there's a roller coaster. It's still a mall. It's just a mall with a roller coaster. Yep. Oh my god, so fun! God, I'm such a loser. I'm like, I'm gonna go to the mall by myself. It's a bring uh, my iPad, take some videos. I think it'll be great. I can't yeah, wait to see it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I uh, I always call it Dora World, and my my daughter Megan is like, it's not Dora World. It's Nickelodeon Universe. Like. <laughs> I just saw Dora. I thought it was Dora World. I'm sorry. It's Nickelodeon Universe. <laughs> so be sure and bring your uh, your credit card to get the wristband. Oh, okay. You, get, you know, like unlimited rides. Oh God, I don't even know why I'm so excited about going on a roller coaster. I used to be really like kind of daring as a kid, but I am. I get very, very motion sick. So even though these, it sounds really fun, I'm like, I'm going to probably get there and be like, I can't. Like, I want to, but I can't. They've got one that uh, uh, it ends where you get a little wet. Like, it, you're in, yeah, like, the no, log not, thing, the yeah, log no. chute, and it comes down I'm good. and it splashes. I'm, I'm not going to walk around the mall wet. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is like the mall take, of nightmares. Take that as more of a warning. Avoid that one. Is what I'm trying to tell <laughs> like you. Horrible. That's yeah. literally the word because it's always cold in malls. Yeah. So you're just like drenched and shivering. And you're like, want to go to Hollister? Like, <laughs> just be horrible. <laughs> oh God. Well, if you're going into Hollister, you better bring your uh, dance, your party dress. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hollister is where it's at, motherfucker. Well, looks like your your Thursday's set. Yeah, for Thursday's figured out. What do I do Friday? Love America Friday. You're staying downtown here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. All right, well. There's a lot of strip clubs that are open during the day. Oh, great. Right around in this area. Okay, cool. Top, sh- top and topless and bottomless? Tops and bottoms gone. Really? Well, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. we ha- There's all kinds. There's the ones with the just the tops off that you can yeah. get, a, get yourself in an alcoholic in beverage. In Texas, I don't think they allow, I think it's just tops off. So, all right. Well, that sounds pretty not going to happen. But, yeah. There's, um, the, there's the behind glass, the no glass. Whoa. Behind glass. Yeah. yeah. Behind glass. There's, Is that a thing? There's strip clubs. Yeah. That I don't know how it's it's one of the ways they can get around that taking oh, everything off. Oh, right. Is if it's the, like a booth, you mean? No, no. It's a strip club and they're behind glass. The stage. You know, what? welcome to the main stage, the cinnamon. That is crazy. Cinnamon to the main stage. And then, yeah, it's glass. What? Like, oh, like, I've uh, never seen that. Like you're at the zoo and, you know, yeah. the apes are behind the window. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Ooh. like a very weird zoo. <laughs> um, okay. The, the endangered species we have here today. Is yeah. The, uh, the stripper. Uh huh. Going to nursing school. They are endangered mm-hmm. with daddy issues. Yeah, I got a. Uh... You don't have any kids, do you? I don't. I want kids, though. Do you? I think I want kids. How do you know that you want kids? Um. Like when? That's a good question. I knew I was just ready. It was time. I I was married. Yeah. And then, you know, you get to that part, and then you get a. Aren't little you bit still into that. terrified though? Like it's gonna like change everything. Am I crazy to, like, care about that? Uh, it does change everything. It absolutely changes everything. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I get, I, I'm i scared about, I'm scared about, like, ruining someone. Like, I'm scared about, like, being a good mom. Because I think it's, like, like, I don't know. It's, like, it. you know, they're so fragile. Yeah, but it, I think it, 
I think it tends to come naturally once Does you're in it? that situation. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even read any books. And you my didn't? kids are perfect. No, they're not perfect. They're probably really good, though. I think they're pretty you, good. You have, like, a good, yeah, you have, like, a wholesome dad vibe. Yeah. Thank you. You do. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, a good thing. Yeah. So, no, I think they turned out pretty well. The reason I asked that is uh, I, I, I did something terrible actually, oh God. yesterday what did that you do? I feel awful about uh we the kids were over in the afternoon and they were getting a little you know rant, a lot of energy okay needed to burn off some of that energy so we went out i was like you know let's just get outside dad here got tired running yeah. around so then it changed to let's have a snowball fight so we were setting up our spots and tossing them i'm so, tossing them softly well mm. megan wasn't looking Uh-oh. for the last toss that hit her right in the eyeball oh no Crying Megan. Yes. Hysterical Megan. Yeah. So for the first time ever, I hit my daughter in the face with a snowball. Oh, but that's such a like cute way to like, that's such a cute injury. Like we were having a snowball fight. Like it's so whimsical. Yeah. I hope when she, you know, because she'll never forget this first time. Don't even worry. That happened. Uh, My dad did something even worse. Accidentally. I had a push along Mm -hmm. scooter and my dad, I, I was, um, at the handlebars and then he was behind me. So we we're both on the scooter yeah. and he was sort of steering it and he was like, you don't have to put your feet down. Like I'll do that. You just put both your feet on the scooter and then I'll steer it. Yeah. And he just like crashed us. And I like had cuts like all over my leg. Oh no. And yeah. And my mom was like horrified and yeah. So, and I, for, I forgave him. What age I, that you remember? It so uh, I think it was now. like eight, eight. Okay. Yeah. It happened. Don't, don't, don't fret. Seriously. So, I mean, of course stuff like that's going to happen like i mean also you know kids will injure themselves and we feel bad for them and we treat them like okay like let's say she scrapes her knee or something and then she comes to you and you're like okay i'll give you a band-aid but like still like you know if she maybe had more supervision or something maybe that wouldn't have happened you can't blame yourself for everything like you have to let them off of the leash and let them have that stuff happen anyway absolutely because, like, I, I had an incident where I was, we had a, a pool in our backyard, and uh, I was just, like, on the springboard, and I um, I fell off the springboard. I was wearing all my clothes. I fell off the springboard, and I scraped, like, my entire back on the way down. And, yeah, and it's, I like... I felt that before. Oh, it was yeah. awful. And my mom had to, like, put all these, like, crazy bandages on it, and, like, you know, had to, like, cut the tape and make this whole little, like, mosaic on my back of bandages. <laughs> right. And I, yeah, and I mean, she, you know, they should have been watching me, but, like, they weren't. And it's, like, well, I also... That's how I learned not to do that. Like, that also... That was an experience that made me like a half or like a point zero zero one notch closer to adulthood yeah. in like having that happen. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, you should have some. I recommend it. Yeah, I want to have. I, I again, I just get very nervous that I'm like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I get nervous about like being a good parent. Like, I don't know. You see so many people who have kids and it's like the best experience ever. And then you see people who you're like, oh, like, is it good that you guys had kids? I don't know. I, I just I worry about it. Also, my parents, they they're weird and they have like a weird marriage. And I just always was like, oh, God, I don't I don't know. It I w- scared me a little bit. I was I uh, had the TV on last night and look at how I'm prefacing this. Like it just um, randomly ended up on Snooki and Wow. Oh, sure. Like, I don't know. <laughs> There was a there was a, a, a ghost in the room. There was some sort of spirit <laughs> yeah. that controlled the remote, and it went right. on Snooky and Jay. No, I watched that the other day. I hear you. And, and uh, even Snooky hasn't gotten it out of her system yet. That's I what know I'm that. You know what? I just watched uh, an episode where she went out, and the baby was home, and I was like, ah, oh, like yeah, I just had that. 
yeah, I, I don't know. It's it scares me. Gianni was very upset. He was. I oh, think yeah. I saw the one where he went out for his bachelor. His they called it like his da- dadchelor party because oh, he is just now getting married, even though he is a dad already. Right. He was like going out with his boys and stuff, and I don't know. But see, I also am, like I love being home, so I think I'd be great on that front. Like I'm, I've gotten everything out of my system. I have like no interest. I'm, you know like, what? That's important. The most boring person. I love chilling. Yeah. I love eating at home. I love watching movies at home. Yeah. I rarely want to go outside. I'm, I, yeah, I almost have like some vampirical qualities where I'm just like, I just want to be indoors always. Yeah, no, what you said is very important. And if you know that, you're. I uh, did. You're I really got it out of my there. system. Yeah, yeah so I, it kind of makes sense for me to. I definitely, and I also, I feel like it's one of those things when you have the kid, you're like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Like, I feel like it all makes sense, even if it didn't make f- sense b- before or you had like reservations before. I yeah. feel like everyone has that moment where they're like, oh yeah, no, this is, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Like once sure. the kid's there, you're like, oh yeah, of course. And I will tell you not to get too sappy here, but no, you do, please. I you love do this end stuff. up looking at your uh, parents. <laughs> it's a comedy podcast, yeah, but I, I seriously love talking about it. No, we stuff. talk about everything on yeah, the show. It's a big deal. Um, you look at your parents totally differently. Really? Oh yeah. How so? Uh, you. I wish, like, I wish I could go back, uh, especially like as a teen, yeah. and like just cut them some slack. Like, oh. why was I such a dick? You know? I mean, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't get into a lot of trouble, but you know, like when they're asking, like, you know, hey, so how are things? I do. Fine. What? Fine. I like, know. Don't know. Oh like, no. Immaturity is such a. It's such a huge problem your for parents, a, a chunk of your life. Yeah, they want the best for you so bad. So bad. That you will never understand how bad they want the best for you until you're a parent. Right. And oh, then that's when awesome. you look back at your own parents, like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. My, I know. I mean, I get really irritated with both of my parents, but it's also like, it's just because, like, I feel like I can just, like, be free around them and like i don't think that it, it doesn't affect we're very like quick rebound right like no one in my family no one's like grudge grudge yeah. holding at all like everyone's like uh, uh. it's like they're fine <laughs> in two seconds yeah um but yeah i always uh i don't know i'm always like ir- irritated just because like i they know me like right. and i it's easy to do that without having to censor yourself yeah but then you're also like oh i like why am i being like a jerk like especially when i've done it in front of my boyfriend he's like why are you being mean to your mom i'm like i'm not being mean to my mom yeah i've been and called he's like out you're too. being mean and yeah. i'm like oh my god like i didn't even this is just this is just our dynamic uh-huh. like what's wrong with me i didn't yeah. know that I was being mean. Um, but like, I, I've said the same thing to him where I'm like, what, like, why do you have to be so aggressive with your mom? And she's just like trying to be nice. And then he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, this is just the way families are. Isn't like that weird? people yeah. just communicate a totally different way when they're comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Like you so take it for granted. Oh, how, yeah. Like how you have to behave around people when, they, when you love them and you're close to them. Which yeah, makes no sense. Makes whatsoever. zero sense. I literally that is like one of big, life's biggest mysteries, isn't it? <laughs> the more you love and care about someone, the more you're a dick to them, and it's fine. Yeah, I need to ask you about something else. Because, oh my god! Uh, no, no, no. It's nothing bad. But uh, actually I actually want to do two more things here because we're um, we're getting uh, up to that time here. Okay. I saw on uh, Twitter something about there was a button. What is Frump Truck? Oh, Frump Truck. Um, it is. From one of my jokes I do, I talk about shape-up shoes. I think I the one I did on Conan. Yes, I heard that. Um, I say frump truck in the joke. And I recently did this conference called NACA. It's like, it's a thing where um, you perform in front of a bunch of college Tell kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was told ahead of time, like, it's great if you have, like, some kind of merchandise, like, just to 
so the kids can like take it home with them and like have something to like remember you by. And so I made keychains, and I was like, well, what do I put on the keychain? And then I I was like, from truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's like a fun thing to put on a, a keychain. Yeah. So I gave everyone from truck keychains. Oh. I just started wa- watching that uh, show, Ridiculousness. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it just started. No, You worked on, on the show like yeah, a few seasons I, ago? I worked on it the first season. Um, randomly, Rob Delaney, who is like a big Twitter guy, oh, yeah. he, um, he, big Twitter, he's also a comedian, I don't know why, big Twitter guy, <laughs> um, he uh, worked on the show and they were looking to hire another writer and he um suggested me for it i happened to be in la just visiting and he knew i was in la and he was like hey like would you be interested in this writing job like throw together a packet and so i submitted and i got it and that was that was right after last comic standing that was my my first writing job okay um yeah and so we it's kind of crazy because it's like what did you write for that show like it's mostly just like oh he got hit in the nuts like it's very you know sort of slapstick sort right, of like right. it's basically a, a version of jackass kind of yeah i just kind of like wrote little comments about each video and since it was the first season they were really just kind of like trying to figure out the show but it was really fun it was like such a fun group of people it was like every day me and rob and is rob funny yes uh he is he you know he would come in like once a week and we would pitch ideas to him he would come in and like like certain ideas and kill other ideas and yeah we would sort of check in with him weekly and and try to make a show for him and how different is that show now i'm sorry i didn't watch the show's no different now um no it's exactly the same but i think um the process behind it is probably a little more streamlined now because they're in their third season i mean that's every show like they kind of find their niche way of doing things and i think that's what happened with ridiculousness we were just kind of the the first ones yeah you know they were like okay how are we gonna make the show and I'm sure that a lot of things have changed and some things stay the same. And well, yeah. I will fully admit that it, while it may be an accident when uh, Jay Wall and Snooki end up on my TV, that ridiculousness I I'd, I'd never seen it uh, before, like a month ago, and now I've seen like a dozen episodes. Oh, you it's, like it? I love it. My boyfriend loves it. Yeah, yeah, he loves it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's a good show. Like, especially he always gets good people on the panel too. Like, they're always they have like a funny chemistry and yeah yeah it's a good it's a good show but you just you just did one season on it. i worked one season on it yep um it was good i i had an opportunity to go back but i don't i don't know that i'm i'm going to i i miss it but i i also am like uh, i should probably work on other stuff right yeah. now but it's just really interesting to me about mtv it's like and i struggle with this a lot and i've actually learned a lot from being on girl code like i have this thing where i'm like okay i just want to like be honest like because the most honest people are usually the most interesting people like the people who are just like this is me these are my flaws you know i'm i'm not a threat of any kind like i'm fucked up i'm a Mm -hmm. mess Mm -hmm. here are my problems and then mtv will take that and you become a hero yeah it's amazing Mm -hmm. how that works on mtv like i really feel like mtv does that more than any other channel like snooki is a great example jay wows and i mean these are people who you know, if you met them, you might not even like them yeah. or you might really like them. They might actually be like the coolest, nicest, most like chill people to talk to. I, I, I'm not, this isn't even, I'm not making fun of them. And right, I right. mean it like, but you get to know them on a level of like, despite how crazy they are, you're still captivated by them because you see them as like well-rounded, not well-rounded, that's not the right word. Um, you see them as like three-dimensional people yeah, with like yeah. all their problems. And the problems are good too. Mm-hmm. Like people view their problems as like interesting. It's never like, oh my God, like 
I will never watch this show again. It's like, no, like whatever she did wrong was right. Like it's captivating. Mm -hmm. So it's right. And like that to me, I think I've learned a lot um, just from being on the network because I'm like, I censor myself a lot. Like I censor myself um, just like when I'm talking, like if like, for example, if you were interviewing me for Girl Code, I would say something. I would like say an opinion. I go, oh, I don't know. Is that like too much? Like, did I go too far with that? And they're like, no, no, no. Like, just be you. Like, if you feel that way, just say it. And I have a really hard time just doing that. Like, I'm trying to be more like, yeah, this is how I think and I'm not going to apologize. I'm always apologizing. I always feel guilty <laughs> for everything I say. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I don't I'm like very people pleasy in that way. Sure. And I think MTV, that's one really wonderful thing about being on there. I mean, there are other things too, but that's one thing I really love about that network is that they're like, no, 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 no. You do you and we will appreciate you for it. Are you, uh, uh, I have one more question about yeah. that show. Sorry are to rant. You, no, no, no. Are you, um, are they letting you swear and they just do the beeps? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Um, in the first, I'd say the first half of the episodes I taped, I didn't swear much. I feel like I started swearing more towards the end. I think because I got more comfortable and sometimes when I'm like just ranting, I do. I'm bad. I'm swear. I do swear. I try to clean it up, but my mom swear. Everyone in my family swears. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh, I'm just like one of those people. Right. I wish I didn't. My dad doesn't swear at all. Mine ever, doesn't either. Ever. Ever. When he swears, I'm like, what? it's almost like he's doing it just to like fit in. It's weird. Yeah. I'm like, why did you just say that? And he's like, I don't know, because you guys say it. Like, he's just <laughs> like, I don't know. He just like can't swear. If the ratings aren't good on girl code. Yeah. That uh, will you be developing a drug habit? Uh, it's possible that you can talk about. And- yeah, I mean, I would love, I would love to have a drug. It would be way more interesting if I had a drug habit. I'm like someone. T- I just worked with Julian McCullough, and uh, yeah, he was like, "You're like one of the lamest people I've ever met." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, I'm like lame. Like I'm so." not dangerous <laughs> i've never done anything dangerous i mean like i think it's because when i was like in middle school for some reason my parents were just like really trusting and like i could have sleepovers at like boys houses and like so i don't know i feel like i got all the like craziness like out of my system really young almost to a fault because i'm like so lame as an adult i'm like done it been around it i knew a lot of people who did drugs growing up like mm-hmm. young like when i was like 13 like i had a friend who was a stripper i i i just i don't know i had like two friends who died like i just Ooh. saw a lot of stuff go down living in dallas um just just as a kid i don't know i feel like i had a very like unsheltered upbringing in a way and now i'm just kind of like i'm tired <laughs> like, <laughs> comedy's it for me and then you know I have my boyfriend and my close group of friends and that's kind of it so and then a nap and a nap yeah i wish i was a little more fun though i need to be more fun that should be my mission i'm trying to write a bit about how i'm lame i want to not be but i am I'm so lame <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that yeah i saw that uh <clears throat> Yeah, you follow Jamie Lee Curtis on Twitter. Does she do the same for you? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think she. I feel like we need to have a talk, me and Jamie Lee. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, because like she was ruining my Google search for a long time. Not ruining it. I mean, she's freaking Jamie Lee Curtis. But if you try Googling me, it was like impossible. Now, if you Google Jamie Lee comedy, I come up first. Yeah. I don't know how she feels about that, but (laughs) I would, you know, she's funny. Freaky Friday, pretty funny. Um, Sometimes. Uh, you know whatever those commercials are the weird yogurt commercials poop yogurt the poop yogurt you know those are funny depending on how you feel about poop um yeah so i don't know maybe we need to have a chat i would love to chat with her oh my god i would love to 
That'd be great. Are you listening, Jamie Lee Curtis? Please. Let's set this up. I know. Next I time really, you're in town. Yeah, I really want to. I want to chat it up. All right. I do. I do an impression of her. Oh, well, this is it. Yeah, but it's not. It's not her voice. So it's probably the worst thing to bring up on a podcast. But I, she, the dance she does in True Lies when she's stripping. Right. I do that dance. Um, just the way she like swivels her hips is really funny. Like it kills me. <laughs> um, so I'll do it sometimes on stage. Maybe you'll see it tonight. Damn it! You just reminded me of something else. Um, the I watched a video of yours. Uh, you were doing it, something with Nancy Grace and the Jody. Uh, yeah, Jody area. Arias. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Nancy Grace. <laughs> um, she. Yeah, I. I my friend Missy Baker, a very hilarious stand-up comic. I hope she comes here at some point. She's a delight. Um, she and I share just a love and fascination for all things sociopaths. So she got me really psyched about Jody Arias. Yeah. Explained the whole child to me and told me what to watch to catch up and figure out everything that was going on. And so when I was in Canada doing shows for a full week, I mean, I was in full isolation. It was freezing there. I had nowhere to go. I was just in my little condo all day long and luckily so was the jody arias trial on headline news it's on all day every day and so i was just like watching it all the time and i was like i gotta like purge this from my brain so i was like i'm just gonna do nancy grace interviewing jody arias and uh yeah it was pretty fun i already did a nancy grace impression prior to watching this but um yeah it was just fun to have nancy and jody (laughs) finally come together um yeah I, I like doing impressions. It's fun. Oh, that was I, I enjoyed it. Oh, thank bit. you. I appreciate it. You have to kind of know the trial to really get that video. God, it's so exactly. interesting. I, I hope she's guilty. <laughs> she's a monster. There's a cliffhanger. Well, I think uh, I think we should wrap her up here. Okay, All let's right. wrap her up. Jamie Lee. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thanks very so much. much. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks so much thank for having you. me. Thank um, you. Tell people, like, I'm following you on Twitter. Tell people who aren't where to find you on Twitter. Okay, it's at the Jamie Lee, T H E J A M I E L E E. And I'm also on Vine. You can find me on there. Yeah. I have the same uh, photo for Twitter that I have for Vine, so it's easy to figure out which one's me. And that's it. Oh, I'm also, yeah, you can follow me on Facebook too. I put most of my updates on Facebook for like shows and everything. All right, Jamie, thank you. Oh, thanks so much. Very, very much. Yeah, great time. All right.